You are listening to FPEA Connects, a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Welcome to FPEA Connects. Today's host is Suzanne Nunn. Suzanne is an active homeschool mom serving homeschool families in both her local community and across the state. She also serves as chairman of FPEA, Florida's statewide homeschooling association. FPEA serves thousands of homeschool families in Florida, delivering a wealth of support, guidance, and information to both new and longtime home educators. Please join us as we seek to encourage you in your homeschool journey and help you stay connected to all things homeschooling in the Sunshine State. Welcome to episode number 18 of FPEA Connects. I'm Suzanne, and I'm glad you've joined us today. We are going to spend a few minutes today talking about the mid-year slump. Before I started homeschooling, I was a classroom teacher, and the mid-year school slump was a very real thing, at least for students and teachers. I used to think that parents really had no clue what it felt like to come back after an extended holiday vacation, and the only real inspiration was opening the calendar so I could start Xing off the days until the next break. You've had just enough freedom to dread being surrounded by those four concrete block walls and all the sniffles and sneezes from all the other restless, bored bodies around you. Oh yes, the mid-year slump was very real. When I left the classroom and started homeschooling, I really thought I'd seen my last year of that slump, but oh boy, was I in for an eye-opening reality check. I found that not only my kids, but I myself needed a good, solid reboot to be re-energized and to find a good, healthy dose of enthusiasm when January rolled around. Let's be honest, homeschooling can be exhausting, physically, emotionally, and mentally draining. I determined very quickly that I needed to put some kind of measures in place to help me avoid hitting this slump at all. And not just that, I needed to figure out how all of these other moms who showed up at that convention in May were making it through all of those months and years of homeschooling and doing it successfully. As I started evaluating the situation, honestly, I had to immediately remind myself why I started homeschooling in the first place. I had some very specific priorities, and I think my first aha moment came when I stopped and determined that every single day I would have to remind myself of my why. Otherwise, I could very quickly find myself drifting into dangerous zones, like trying to keep up with everything that everyone else was doing. So let's say my first tip on how to avoid the mid-year homeschool slump is this. Take a moment each day to reflect on your why. Write it at the top of your prayer journal, curriculum planner, or honey, if necessary, on your bathroom mirror. But remembering your why will give you a renewed boost each day. Secondly, let's talk about those danger zones which being dangerous inherently means you should avoid them, right? The thing about my danger zones is that they really don't look dangerous at all. They look like lovely, enticing, wonderful opportunities for my kids. 
So many great classes, co-ops, field trips, mission projects, sports, dance, piano. And don't they need a stringed instrument, art, drama, cooking? And we might even be able to knock out two foreign languages this year. That would free you up your senior year if you're still alive so that you can finish your AA by your 16th birthday. Whew, does this sound familiar? Now let me take a moment to clarify. I absolutely love the freedom we have in homeschooling to keep our kids and help them achieve amazing goals. But too often, I've seen friends, and yes, even myself, add too many things to the schedule. No one is functioning in a healthy manner when you have to schedule time to breathe. This causes burnout, and ultimately, you may find it impossible to give 100%, and not just you, but your kids too. So choose your activities wisely, avoid overscheduling, and set a realistic pace for your year that will allow your kids to stay motivated and encouraged to give their best and to stay engaged for the long haul. And in the end, mom won't be wearing that frazzled February look either. That's a win-win. Another danger zone, that contagious comparison game, or some may know it as keeping up with the Joneses. This can be really serious and so destructive to your overall homeschool journey. The quickest way to forget your, your why and head in the wrong direction is to hitch your car to someone else's train. Sometimes this happens innocently because the kids are friends and want to do everything together. Sports, plays, field trips, even classes. And it all looks and sounds great. But all of a sudden, you miss a unit study that you really wanted to do with your kids. Or those Thursday afternoons that were supposed to be set aside for quality family reading time together. Well, now you're fighting afternoon traffic for that all-important knitting class that everyone is taking. And it would just be a travesty if your daughter was the only girl that didn't learn how to knit that scarf and beanie. You know, the one she may wear twice before she actually outgrows it, because we do live in Florida, after all. Okay, so we still love knitting and our scarves and beanies that help us on occasion to feel like we live somewhere that actually has more than one season. But you get my point here. Don't let the precious priorities be consumed with the busyness of keeping up with everybody and every good thing. That Thursday afternoon family time, that is important. That's one of the greatest benefits of homeschooling. So instead of taking your daughter to the knitting class, learn how to knit the scarf together. And that will be sweet time, I promise. So we've talked about a couple of my most important tips for avoiding burnout and getting to that mid-year slump. But again, just being real here, even if you are on track to avoid complete burnout, it's not uncommon for anyone, adults and kids, to feel a little bogged down and restless in the middle of our school year. After all, for our family, December is a fun month of crafting, baking, gift making, experiencing the arts through various phenomenal productions, and studying and learning so much outside of our normal curriculum. It can be challenging to go back to the same pre-holiday routine and curriculum with great enthusiasm. So I try to make the transition back to our routine as smooth as possible. Remembering this all-important truth, we homeschool so I can set the schedule and curriculum to fit our life best. My first suggestion is to transition back to the routine slowly 
Maybe take a week to get back to your regular schedule instead of jumping right in on the first day back. Focus on the most important few tasks to to accomplish and consider it all success if those things get done. Sometimes easing back in can help us accomplish more than just jumping all in on one day. Another personal habit, our first week back after the holidays, we sit down together and assess where things are, what needs more focus, what we need to change up maybe, but it helps us to regroup and get a fresh look at where we're headed the rest of the year. And sometimes this means we make changes. Just because something got put in my planner in September does not mean it has to stay. Again, one of the beautiful benefits of homeschooling, you decide when something does work or doesn't. This is the opportune time to make curriculum changes or pursue something new that has been pushed to the side for a later time. So don't be afraid to change it up. And if you're like us at all and use the holiday season to study off of our regular curriculum, sometimes just going back to the books can seem or feel a little boring. Maybe more for me than my kids, if you know what I mean. So I like to throw in an interesting unit study or project this time of year, or just plan to take a day each week where you explore something new. It can be a new book, new music, a new park that you don't normally frequent, and let the kids contribute some of those ideas. Exploring new things lends an air of freshness to the new year. And one last suggestion for beating the mid-year slump, I won't lie, this might be my favorite, field trips. This is ultimately my favorite time of the year to do field trips in Florida. The weather is milder and the tourists seem to thin out a little bit. But let's be honest, Florida is brimming with rich field trip opportunities from one end of the state to the other. Don't be one of those families to miss the treasures that are right under your nose. And if you need some suggestions for field trips, we can help you there. As a matter of fact, our next podcast will focus on a few good field trip ideas across the state. So be sure to check that out. You can also visit our website, www.fpea.com, to get a copy of our Guide to Homeschooling in Florida, where you can find a great list of places to visit across the state. Well, I hope that you've found some useful tips and ideas today that will help you to avoid the mid-year slump, or at least manage it a little more effectively. And until next time, let me encourage you to stay connected. Thank you for joining us today. We hope you've enjoyed our show and will join us next time for FPEA Connects. You can find us on the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network at ultimateradioshow.com. For more information about FPEA, visit us at our website, fpea.com. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Pinterest. Until next time, stay connected.